Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. <clears throat> Once more, then. Once more. Once more. Once more. Cool. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, we should do a barbershop quartet. What, the whole I episode? I don't think that we should. The whole like, episode. I, I'm, I'm in for a whole episode of we barbershop quartet. Why not? We have the numbers. I, we have the numbers. Because <laughs> that, that's, that's all you need. Yeah. You, you need precisely <laughs> yeah. four you larynxes. Don't, you don't need any talent or... Larynxes? 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 I'd say larynxes. I would say larynxes, but that's just because I'm fanciful. I don't give a shit. I say things wrong all the time. Who's the marine biologist? Yeah, he's not wrong. He's got me there. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And we did not do any preparation for our 100th episode, which hey! is now... No, we didn't no. at all. So, uh, like, uh, short notice, we've hauled in our resident marine biologist, Nathan Brown. Hello! Uh, and our on-retainer Tasmania expert, just in case Taz turns up, uh, Joel McQueenie. G'day. <laughs> Classic. So, uh it's going to be business as usual, except there's going to be uh, more people throwing some ideas into the ring. So uh, yeah, it should be interesting. Like just getting because we've never really done this before. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think we had Mike on at one point. Yeah, I mean, um, as but, I say, very very little preparation has gone into this episode. Yeah, to the point where we haven't even really gone. Is this a thing that can work? I so, think I think it'll be fine. Uh, okay, so uh, where were we? Where were we at? What did we see last time? Uh, you had a running man sort of a theory. Uh, well, it wasn't me. It was, um, oh, it was Rob. Rob that had it. So um, the head of our network. Uh, he's he's got he's got a body as well. He's not just a head. Uh, he had a running man theory for uh, Wiley, Coyote, and Roadrunner. Yeah, so it's a, it's a sort of it's a it's a sport almost. Yeah. Yes. Have you have you have you have you guys heard this theory? Like I've not heard this theory. So if if we. Like, right, so I think basically we were trying to nail down what the relationship between uh, Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner was and why they're doing what they're doing. Um, and the idea was put that it's kind of like the film Running Man. Or Hunger Games, perhaps. Or Hunger Games. Do I mean, we think there were more animals involved before? Then, I don't if know. It's a the Hunger Games pair. situation. This is the, the only two the left. Desperation. Do we think oh. they, they they were a team at the start, and now they've got to make <laughs> some difficult choices? We've moved into the end game territory. <laughs> I don't know because the thing is, is Wiley's funding is a lot higher than like like the yeah, running man thing. In the Hunger Games. Does, I, I've never seen or read like you know they, the they've Hunger got Games. they've got they've got sponsors basically. Yeah, they've you got, get Woody on board. They and... drop they drop cool stuff in. So are you like, suggesting that like Roadrunner's just not performing, so he's got no sponsors? Because he's nailing it. Like if I was a sponsor, I'd be sponsoring Roadrunner all yeah, over. Yeah, but the he's place. the un- he's the underdog, as opposed to the actual. I dog. mean, like, like if <laughs> if it helps, if it helps, I'll give him a tenner. Maybe Woody chuck a tenner in for him. Yeah, I'll chuck a tenner in for Roadrunner. All this happened in 1952. He's still going. Maybe Woody's uh, already invested uh, his heavy budget in like cybernetics rather than uh, like just 
straight out stuff. I don't think Woody Harrelson comes into it. It cannot stress how 1952 it is. <laughs> See, I, like the 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 Running Man thing still holds for me. It, it, it is the theory that works the best, rather than um, anything else. Where you know you've got. It's for a TV show, and Roadrunner is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm still happy <laughs> with, with the broad premise there. Uh, another news: Granny has an army of uh, Hector's, Hector yeah. clones, uh, yeah, which thousands. is not going to go great for Sylvester, I imagine. Uh, and he's uh, who we're catching up with first, but he's with his old pal Hippity Hopper. Uh, and uh, we'll see how that goes down. Uh, normally, when Hippity Hopper's in, that's when we see Sylvester's son. Yeah, Sylvester Junior. See Sylvester Junior, who's a bit of a shit. Yeah, he's normally just, very tweaked. Yeah, he's yeah he's wired, <laughs> and he's yeah. So like yeah, maybe maybe we'll get some of him as well because he doesn't tend to be listed. No, well, no, not all the time. Not as regularly. No. Uh, so uh, let's jump straight in then. Uh, we're watching Hoppy Go Lucky, which is a hippity hopper and Sylvester number from August 9th, nineteen Okay, Joel, you've been on retainer for two years. We haven't had to use your uh, Southern Hemisphere expertise as of yet. Start earning your way. You, you cash the checks every every month. Like, you know, what kind of kangaroo is that? Uh, most likely the Eastern Grey variety. What makes you say that? Eastern Grey. Uh, angry Bastard. <laughs> Whoa. What, did, did, did Hibbity seem that angry to you there? He, he didn't seem very angry to me. me. Are they famously, like, passively angry? Like, they, they keep it hidden, oh, but they express it through physic, physical rage. Gen- generally just pissed off. Oh. You know? Is there one that's just, like, pretty chill? Oh, most just of one. them are pretty chill. He doesn't... They, they probably just wouldn't <laughs> beat up Do you other, think Joel uh, personally knows every kangaroo? Yes. Absolutely, 100%. Why, why are we paying him if he doesn't? <laughs> yeah, but I don't mean... Per, like Joel knows all the different types of kangaroo. I know what I you mean, mean. personally. <laughs> Joel, every single one. I know what you mean. Yes. How oh, Barry, okay. Trevor, <laughs> like we Cyril. How many kangaroos Hippity. can there possibly Hippity. be in Australia? Like 10, 11, something like that? Of each variety. Yeah, a few breeding pairs, yeah. yeah. That seems about right. <laughs> Constantly breeding pairs. <laughs> yeah. Pro- pro- probably. In the uh, multitudes of millions, Tw- yeah. 20, 20 to forty million, probably. It's wow. A lot of kangaroos. That is a lot. Oh, so maybe he doesn't know them all personally. Then. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh well. He's a sociable guy. Yeah, I know he yeah, is. I, yeah. I get around. Okay, so we've got an Eastern Grey. There we go. Yep. You've, you've, you've done some good work there. Well right. done, sir. It wasn't a Tasmania-related incident, but you know, we, we still close enough. Them. Close enough. But... Uh, so uh, Hippity Hopper, uh, as is seems to be his want, has been sent somewhere in a crate. Do you think he uses this rather than like paying for like you know full ticket price on an airline if he wants to get to America? He just posts himself. He does as cargo. seem to get posted around quite a lot. Um, so he's a, he's there in a warehouse. Sylvester's around on the docks. Yeah. Uh, which you know again has become somewhat of a Sylvester trope in this sort of Lovecraftian nightmare that he's found himself in. Yeah. Uh, and he's with a much bigger, equally drunk cat called Billy, who keeps calling him George. Uh, and uh, Benny, sort- I believe. Is it Benny? I think it's. Benny. I thought it was oh, Benny. Okay, it's Benny. Yeah, yeah. That, that's closer. I thought. I thought you must have got to be able to get closer to Lenny because we're definitely in a uh, of mice and men sort of situation here. Yes. Uh, Benny wants a, a a mouse all of his own to keep. Yeah. Sylvester presumably is here. 
hunting. So, but why why do we think Benny's there? Like, do you think um, Sylvester's like got the muscle in because I, I wondered about of what that, he's dealing yeah. with. I mean, yeah, maybe he got the muscle in. Uh, I also because like Benny's kind of like like markings wise and red nose wise, he's very similar to Sylvester, but he's big and snaggle toothed and yeah, he's got a sort of shock of red hair. I wonder if uh, maybe Granny, uh, once she was done cloning a Hector army, started uh, thinking about maybe oh, maybe making some some Sylvesters. I mean, like, Benny also did seem, like, weirdly controlling of Sylvester. Like, their, 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 their yeah, relationship did... Might, though. Yeah, but, like, but also, like, kind of... Dem- but he was demanding. Like, he was like, I want this... I, I want this mouse. Go back in, get me another mouse. And then was physically threatening him when he didn't... It didn't seem like he was just muscle. We've never seen Benny before. Do you it reckon it's Sylvester Jr.? I may I was that I yeah I did cross my mind that maybe uh, Sylvester also has like a teenage son. And yeah, that's Benny. Yeah, because um, I mean the thing like we don't know what the relationship Sylve- is. It's not Sylvester Junior. No, but no, but we've seen him reasonably recently, and he was very. We small. don't know what their relationship is, and there's there's been nothing to go right. This is why they're together, except. I mean, potential family because like you say, they him, look very similar. Him, he gets to see him one like one weekend a month. Because that's when Benny gets re- on day release. Oh, you reckon Benny is, you know, in the zoo? Yeah, yeah he's he in probably, zoo. I think he probably has been zooed, yeah. Yeah. He's been, as, for, for the benefit of Joel, who I don't think uh, knows that, but the zoo is is basically a uh, low security animal prison. Uh, you know, minor offences. You know. Yeah, it's, they're basically sent there to, to largely just be humiliated. Yeah, essentially, it's it's sort of the equivalent of you know putting someone in the in the stocks and lobbing tomatoes at them. You have to go to zoo for a bit. You're sentenced to zoo. So I I, I think. So like, you think he's like a juvenile delinquent? Yeah, and I mean it's very possible that Sylvester's signed himself up for like the pig brother pig brother program. Yeah, um, I mean, and is it- being used as kind of like a wave. I don't know, kind of getting them into um, lucrative employment. Couple of questions. The Pig Brother program, obviously, uh, we established that like really, really early yes, on. Yeah. Uh, it's basically uh, a mentor program that uh, Porky was signed up to when he took Daffy, uh, took Daffy in and tried to integrate him. him to so- into society. And it's when Toons first become sentient and try and you know join society rather than living like as an animal outside of Toons society. One, if he's part of the Pig Brother program, yeah. Uh, like, when do you think they started letting non-pigs? Uh, oh well, the thing is, like, pig brother. Like, I, I, I think it's largely just that that's just the name of the organisation now. I think I think over the over the time the organisation's probably evolved so that it's not just about integrating um, newly sentient tunes into society, but it's also just about kind of matching. Uh, people who need reintegrating into society with people who are very similar. So, like you know. Sylvester, mouse catcher, you know, by trade, and you know, you've got Benny there. He's probably on a bit of a day release, but maybe looking to get into sort of that sort of work. So you once think he's back in maybe, society, maybe more akin to our, you know, the the real world uh, sort of Big Brother programs uh, now, rather than yeah. Being- well, I, I'd imagine because there's there's probably. There's more and more sentient tunes. Yes. So and we haven't so, really so, seen a lot of that yeah. uh, so need to integrate into society I think, lately. I think the Pig Brother program had to either Adapt. evolve with the times or just stop being a thing. Do you think 
uh, this, it's going to be a bit out of left field. Do you think solves the, everything? Do you think the Pig Brother program possibly has sidelined into trying to fight the growing uh, like Lovecraftian cult uh, by training new cats to hunt mice? Well, I mean, I think there's a, there's a chance that. That's maybe why Sylvester's got involved. Uh, yeah, because we, we've seen no evidence to that outside of this yes. one okay. section. Um, but it's it's very possible. But, I mean, we, we need to decide who's heading up the Pig Brother program. But also, like, it, Sylvester is largely the only person who really knows uh, about this whole cold it's still situation. Just a, it's still just a like, one-man No one really alone. listens to him. Yeah, because it didn't really seem like insane. Benny knew anything there. It didn't really seem like Benny knew that he was hunting mice because they were cultish animals. It was more that he was just doing it because it was, you know, he wanted a Well, I think he's, he's doing... I think he's there because that's just what Sylvester was doing. I think so. Like, yeah. I, I imagine this sort of uh, Big Brother situation uh, came into effect largely before Sylvester, uh, like, dedicated to the cause of, like, just single-handedly taking down... <laughs> Tweety's army of <laughs> mouse assassins and now he doesn't really have time for his big brother shit and uh, Benny just has to come along on whatever the fuck Sylvester's doing yeah, at which the time. seems to be getting tanked up in the morning then going out <laughs> it does because Benny definitely also big rosy red nose yeah so like yeah I mean I'm reasonably happy with that as who Benny is and how he fits in yeah but what's what's Timothy up to these days like like because we've obviously concentrated a lot on Sylvester and Benny here. Yeah. Like, why is Hippity here? Why is he posting himself around the world? Uh, basically just to kick people in the head. Well, previously, his his mum, who was a boxer, yeah. uh, like, travelled with the, like a, like a sort of travelling show or a circus, right? Yeah. And Hippity would be shipped separately. Because I think... I don't know, we haven't that's, seen that's, his mom at all. Like, do you think maybe he's di- getting into sort of like amateur boxing and he's maybe just kind of like getting himself around to to turn up to various like amateur shows as and when he needs to? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like we've seen him. Like, I think it's a new discipline. He's he's gone Jean Claude. He's into into the kickboxing. I didn't. Is I didn't. It, see. Uh, oh, it's, it's more yeah. mixed martial arts. Yeah, like it it's for the modern scene. And, and he's got an edge because he's got, a, he's got a, a, a muscular tail, and there's not really any mm-hmm. rules around, around about a tail. So do, like, like, do you think he's getting into illegal street fighting then for money? Well, I think he'll he'll probably sort of crest into it in like the fir- like the first sort of like season uh, and. Mm come in with the tail and that no one will be able to sort of like disqualify him for it because there are no rules uh he'll become a big deal and then there'll be a lot of sort of uh uh discussion about where like where the tail's allowed and uh i think and a lot of people fighting with prosthetic tails and like trying to get an advantage just to get an edge i want this to be a film right but i want this film to be made in the 80s so it can have a bang and 80 soundtrack with a montage i just thought you meant that's when all the best so you want this (laughs) so you want this to have been a film yeah i mean you do realize you can just put an 80s (laughs) soundtrack on a film you make now uh yeah but if we made it now he's going to be real old i mean you do know like you know (laughs) i I would watch that film more oh yes like real it'd be like like watching balboa what you do is you frame the film and you have hippity play old hippity and he'll tell someone the story and then it'll cut back and you'll get a a much younger a a much younger hunky actor to play young hippity yeah sort of a chris hemsworth or yeah chris hemsworth who's the chris 
Chris Hemsworth of the kangaroo world, Joel. Yeah. Is it just Chris, Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> I mean, I, I'd cast Hemsworth. I like the fact that you just think Australia, of Australia as the kangaroo world. <laughs> <laughs> They're all kangaroos down there, aren't they? Well, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, Granny may have actually brought Hippity in on this because Sylvester's getting wise. Oh, you reckon? And he's bringing in the recruits. He's bringing in, uh, he's got Big Benny, and Benny's a big boy. Yeah. And he and, can take uh, a sledgehammer like a champ. Oh, he can. <laughs> oh, Jesus, let's talk about that. <laughs> Benny. He Benny, turned the Benny, dust on his head. Benny has at least one power, and it's a very thick skull. <laughs> I did just, like, the complete, like, disregard for it at all. Like, whether or not, I don't know if he didn't feel it, or whether or not he just didn't, didn't feel register. It. No, no, no. It's no. just, just like, boom, sledgehammer on the head. It was beyond that, because the sledgehammer crumbled to dust. The sledgehammer crumbled to dust, and then he said, what was it you wanted to show me, George? And... And there was there was no shock went up the shaft to uh, Sylvester, which means that all the all, all of that the hit went in there. So, yeah. Do you think he can unleash it like with a headbutt? It just stores up oh. in the head, and then he can bash. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, no, because the energy's got to go somewhere. Because I think um, like, he would have had hippity. He would have had Hippity at the end, though, whereas he didn't. Hippity was bouncing around and um, Benny was just holding on to his tail. Yeah, but Hippity, Hippity's quick. Yeah, Hippity, maybe Hippity quick. just can't be stopped when he's jumping. Like yeah, Possibly, yeah. Might have been part of his training regime. He's yeah. just strengthening that illegal strengthen, tail. Strengthening the tail. Mm. So do you think he just, you know, uh, has that mouse lure people to him and just so he can sort of spar with them? <laughs> Well, it's free that way, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, he doesn't have to enough. pay. Doesn't have to pay those, somebody round for round. All those extortionate training fees that right. you know. You know, nobody's going to let you. Boxers beat the piss spend out a lot of money nothing, on training. Right? No, they do. Like, I mean, to be honest, someone would have to pay me a lot to be punched <laughs> by a professional boxer time after time. So, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And we know Hippity doesn't really have much in the way of backing. It's, it's no, a, he doesn't. Sort of, no, he, he has you know, to post himself. It's a surprise. He's got a sponsor. Story. Yeah. Uh, not to lose sight of where we're trying to get to here, which is Space Jam. There was some minor basketball. Uh, yeah, the, 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 there was a mouse at the very start. He'd eaten a load of cheese and he basketballed his belly away. Yeah. I mean, do we think. Uh, Are the mice Tweety, training? Well, that's why I was wondering. Does, do, do we think Tweety's in some way wise to the to the upcoming basketball alien situation and uh, films I'd be that very need to surprised. get involved as well? I'd be very surprised with the size of his brain if he wasn't. Yeah. Just <laughs> Tweety. Because Tweety, as as we know, like Tweety proper, is off somewhere on an island, like in like presumably like in some sort of tank or something with a giant <laughs> brain, yeah. and uh, sends Tweeties out to to yeah, the, var- the various the various grannies running the cults around the world. Um, uh, so like Tweety can pilot them with massive uh, telepathic brain, presumably, or at least send them orders, but yeah, you know, carry out Tweeties. Tweety Proppers every whim. Tweety Prime. Yeah, uh, you've got, you got a twi- Uber Tweety or Tweety yeah. Prime. Tweety Prime, I reckon. Yeah. I think that's Tweety Miss Prime? That's I think, no, it's just Tweety Prime. <laughs> Tweety Prime. Yeah, I reckon yeah. so. It's got, got some good sound wave action going on. The question Spitting is... Out tweeties. <laughs> the question is, like, I don't know, is it, which side is Tweety on in this uh, in the basketball, basketball situation? Tweeties. That's safe to assume. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I don't think he's picked a side yet. Yeah, I, I, I think mean, he will, and I, and I want. I, but it makes me wonder if if Bugs is wise to the fact that other people are also planning on getting working towards this, cause, it. Cause Bugs is just trying to bring everyone together, but Bugs has seen that. Like Bugs is, yeah, living in the future yeah, yeah. and sending messages back to his former self. So like, maybe uh, Tweedy's just kind of like a 
got to grips with the single unifying truth of the universe that if you're going to take over a planet the only way to really do it is through the medium of basketball yeah well i mean we we know we know this from both space jam and futurama so <laughs> exactly uh could tweety end up being borg like in the long run <laughs> i don't know we'll, we'll find out in the future which I borg star trek borg bjorn borg no, 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 no. Star Trek uh, it, it was a, it was a, it was a toss up for a while, bef- and until Tweety ruled tennis out as the thing in the eighties, and challenged him through. It was like, okay, just regular Borg, like yeah. a normal Borg. Just couldn't grow a mustache. I think that was why. That's the biggest issue tennis. there. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like mustaches on uh, birds in uh, cartoons are always in a weird place because they're just sort of on top of the beak, which is obviously that's above the mouth, but it's also above the nose. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah, I think that's Tweety's issue there. Yeah. I think that's why like, pros- Tweety would have had out. to delegate a Bjorn Borg situation. <laughs> have to get have to get a guy in. Uh, shall we move on then? I uh, think we should because this episode's going to be quite interesting because we might get more insight into what we were talking about earlier on the old uh, Running Man bit. Yeah, so uh, we've got Wiley and Roadrunner uh, presumably locked into their usual sort of uh, situation. Uh, let's see if uh, it gives us any. Uh, any more info on this whole Running Man situation? Uh, we're watching Going, Going, Gosh, which is a Wiley and Roadrunner number from August 23rd, 1952. How are we feeling about that? You still feeling uh, Running Man? I feel uh, like it's it's at least an it- amalgamy of things. Like, yeah. I mean, there's there's several things I want to I want to kind of question. Uh, one is directly at uh, Nathan being the resident marine biologist. Were those Latin names for those guys correct? Absolutely, one hundred percent, definitely. Sweet, right? Well, that's always good to know. Two confirm. Um, this is uh, probably a question for both of you, just because I want to hear what you uh, what you're taking is. Who would win the race, Superman or Roadrunner? Is it a foot race? Yeah, that's my question. <laughs> also, is yes. Roadrun- is Superman Definitely trying Roadrunner. to actively stop Roadrunner win? Or is he just like trying to go real fast? Uh, well, in the Olympics, uh, is any of the other runners actively trying to stop any of the other runners from winning? Yeah, mainly by running really fast. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, in a Universal Soldier situation, that would be very different. But Yeah. You know, it, it, this, this is a takedown situation rather than an olympic mm. yeah no but I, I was just asking the question who would win the race I, like, I never said it was like back to the classic battle royale thing ah, that we're suggesting sure, sure. so it, superman it's not relevant yeah. he just wants to know <laughs> just want to know because roadrunner's real quick superman's mm. faster than the speeding bullet have you seen roadrunner as of yet outrun i think bullet. we have yes. i think we have i think we've definitely seen him outrun a speeding train because mm-hmm. uh superman back in the 50s he could only run faster than a train so, oh yeah, we are back in the fifties. Back in that the fifties, fifties. Superman could only run faster than the train. So I think Roadrunner's probably got this. I mean, could he only run faster than the train, or did they just not have a higher frame of reference? I, to I'm, work I'm, with? I'm, I'm fairly certain it was like he can jump over a building in a single bound. He can run faster than a speeding train. Like that was the Superman bit. They had bullets back in the fifties. Yeah, we know so. this because yeah. we've seen them. It was the you know the wall. <laughs> there was. A, there was Great there was all that war that went on. Yeah. Okay. No. I've. Like. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> it's it's well fair reasoning. Can't really. Can't really argue with that. Yeah. Roadrunner would win it's because he's again. faster than a speeding train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, back to the episode. Um, 
So, you, so you're feeling it's more of an amalgamation of things, not just a cl- straight up running man. So, he's got a lot of. He gets a. We'd, a, we don't really see anyone else in Wiley and Roadrunner episodes. No. Uh, the so, only person we have seen is Bugs. Uh, yes, we have seen but Bugs. But we know Bugs can get into places. Bugs he can go wherever been, with so. his special time and relative. Uh, dimensions in soil powers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so like he's a bit of an anomaly, and uh, I think yeah. I think basically there was a, a competition of some kind, uh, you know, like a battle royale ish thing or Hunger Games situation, and it's down to Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner. Right. And it's been down to Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner for a long time. Uh, okay. And. You know, I think all the stuff that Wiley has, it's you know, it's either in that Hunger Games way where he's like, it's like they get drops, uh, yeah, or uh, it's the random stuff they're given at the start of a battle royale situation. Uh, but he's got everyone else's, and there. that's what that's why he cobbles these mad inventions. Yeah, because he's never given something like useful. Well, he's always yeah, he's always putting it together to make something. He's it's never just using the one thing. Yeah, it is always, yeah. and they're always fresh crates, and it's never just one thing. He doesn't get one anvil. He doesn't get one box of fireworks slash exactly you know, yeah. night. He he gets a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I'd say that that fits. Uh, also, I mean, I mean, you brought up his his just shit luck uh, because we know Wiley's a super genius. So we've got to question like why it's gone on this long and why it goes quite so badly for him literally every time so do we think luck is a tangible thing i mean i don't know like, 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 like maybe a finite blood curse <laughs> <laughs> yep no All right, right go on. blood <laughs> curse right come on well, explain yourself there's there's got to be there's got to be something affecting the randomity of how Shit out of luck, Wiley Coyote is. And you immediately jump to blood curse. Uh, well, he he may he may have a lot of blood on his hands. You know, he's uh, obviously he's king villain. Also, uh, speaking I speaking as the res- have a lot of blood. <laughs> speaking as the resident marine biologist, uh, here he is like, with his degree. Uh, blood curses are like hereditary in coyotes. Uh, it's it affects about thirty percent of the population. Yeah, right. And Water it just gives them sparkles. <laughs> sea coyotes. Sea coyotes. Uh, it, it's actually a slightly higher in sea coyotes. It's it's about 32% of the population. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, well, one thing uh, that I did notice that Wiley does have going on, I don't think um, Chris or Joel saw this, but I know Nathan did. He has an erect yeah. nose. It's always rock hard, yeah. apart from when he gets real sad. And then it just goes, <laughs> floop, and drops. And it's just like... Well, that's disgusting. <laughs> so, I mean, is he like are coyotes just permanently aroused, and that's why they've got rigid noses? And then when you know when their their mind wanders a bit, it tends to flop off. Flop off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know because like a good end. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought it was a like the type of arousal you're talking about. I mean, yeah, I but I mean, I've, I've, I've salivating. I've I've seen a dog in a car get an erection because they're going for a walk. Like, <laughs> okay, Anim- animals get excited yeah, about. Fair enough, you've got me again. Stop. That's that's three times in one show. You're doing very well for yourself today. You're full of answers today. 
It's the scientific help. <laughs> it's because you've got people in. That's, yeah. See, the trouble is, I can't like you know, I, I can't afford to to pay consultants. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to ask questions for some reason to you. Yeah. If I ask questions to Joel or Nathan, they just t- shake their heads at me yeah. and turn back to you. <laughs> it's all in the contract. So yeah, but, I think I think this this whole thing is either it's it's due to the the horrendous hereditary blood curse. I like I, it seems very believable. I like I can't like just from watching um like one episode of Looney Tunes like conclusively state whether Wiley Coyote uh, is suffering from a blood it's, curse. It's but so it is line. it is very so. Common. There's no visible um Man kind of t- like tell on well i think there would be if you were the one who was cursed but i think if it's passed down probably not Mm. right okay yeah they're like if you if you are the original source of the blood curse original curse you're the original (laughs) curse then you know your hair all falls out your eyes turn inwards and your soul it all goes a bit it all goes a bit event horizon oh it's Uh, yeah okay but there's tubes right okay So, so so we think this has happened to one of his ancestors Possibly. I mean, I guess so because he, or maybe on the whole, looks all right. Like, like, like maybe it's got nothing to do with that, and it's just coincidence, well, really. Yeah, maybe it's just unlucky. There's, some, there's there's something going on in Roadrunner's universe that. Well, well, yeah, but if they're in a specific area where they ha- they're, and they're not being let out until they finish fighting for eternity, uh, presumably, I mean, we're still thinking this is in some way a spectator sport or at least something that people follow. Yeah. Right. Mm. So someone's paying for it. Yeah, but someone is probably pulling strings, like in the environment, like just making oh, kind of like cabin in happen. the woods. Yeah, cabin uh, in the woods situation. A uh, like a Westworld sort of situation. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon? Like, like maybe the show has actually just done a lot better than they thought it was going to, and they and just, they just to end. Well, no, they just don't want it to end. They're still raking in the cash oh. every episode, it's and they're just like, for okay, send send Wiley the stuff. But like, make sure it's not going to go well. Because presumably they're ah, in a giant sabotage. sky painted dome, yeah, Truman like, Show yeah, yeah, style. Truman Show, yeah. And uh, Ed Harris is up in a booth somewhere, uh, <laughs> trying to make him cry, make, making it into good, good <laughs> television. Yep, yep, yeah. Camera one hundred and two, please. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I think totally it's a combination tangible. of a lot of things. I mean, the running running man's still sort of there, but I think it's become that. Yeah, I mean, simply that, like, because there's only two of them left, yeah. and one of them is very. Wait, 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 wait! Did this just start off as a Truman Show situation, then became a oh, running God. man? No, no, I just think that, I just think the sort of studio situation is is uh, akin to the Truman Show. Oh, okay. I think it started as a sort of. Yeah, battle royale-ish situation. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pleasant. Do we think they opted in? Uh, potentially. Like, you, reckon, you reckon they've signed waivers and or stuff? Or do you think they were chosen Hunger Games style? Or do you think uh, they uh, went to school together and were gassed on a bus <laughs> and just <laughs> on an island by their former teacher? I think, uh, the, lat- I think the latter. The latter? Yeah. <laughs> they used nah, to be classmates. They, they used to be classmates. Too, too niche. I, so I like. I mean, but it is the most common like battle royale scenario, isn't it? It's the, that's how like it most regularly gassing. happens. You yeah. get on a school bus, you, you get, get gassed, gassed yeah. you wake up in a classroom, <laughs> your old teacher's there, yeah, and you know, and some nonsense about how kids need to learn some discipline or something, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it was. Someone, someone's <laughs> handed a ping pong bat and some balls and go, sorry, that's your weapon. 
and like fuck but more but more fool them because like they get really really good with the ping ping pong bat and ball and they just take everyone out with their incredible serve (laughs) I never really understood the battle royale thing because the premise so far as I can remember is basically that the the kids need to learn some respect Uh, so the way they uh, do it is they choose a class based on nothing to do with how respectful that particular class is, just at random, and shove them on an island and have them kill each other. (laughs) So you don't really learn anything. It's like you could be the nicest kid or the the shittiest kid and you still have equal chance of (laughs) turning up on an island and being made They are are great films, though. Well, yeah, it's a good book, films. but it just the premise is just like I think yeah, they were kids a, learned respect. I think they were a, they they were they were an underachieving class. They were they, like they, they weren't. There's definitely reasons for them being there. Yeah, they weren't just like, like sorry, I mean, like we've got all yeah, of the really nice kids. They, 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 they weren't the point they're trying to make. They weren't. They weren't bringing the A grades. One of them stabbed a teacher. It's you know they they were they were they weren't great. Yeah, it's a very. I know it's a very. Uh, Tory approach to solving a problem is it? oh, it's, it's like it is. why don't why do you just kill the problem or have the problem kill each other? Ah, ah let's do that. Film it make money. Well, if if we do think that that was the way that it went, then like, do you think Wiley and Roadrunner like who were the rest of their classmates? Like, do you reckon it was like half coyotes, half? No, no, I think it was all kinds. Yes. I think it was just like a class just, at school. Like there was probably some pigs and ducks and you know fish. Uh, Dogs. There's there probably not. Pigs I don't know there. if there's fish. We haven't really seen fish had their own sort of bit going on yeah. under the sea. Yeah, uh, we, like, like we have seen one or two that managed to make it out, like on yeah, stages a, and stuff. A celebrity but, okay. chef. They're, like, like they're there for a very small amount of time. Yeah. Okay, We've never so, seen yeah. them wandering about in society because the they only, have their own underwater society. The only so, one integrated so. into society I've seen is that celebrity chef. Yeah, but again, I think he just like makes appearances occasionally outside of water. So uh, I believe there's a, a lungfish. Yeah, the there's a lungfish. There's 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 an African lungfish. Yeah, so and I'm so I'm lungfish thinking lungfish. lungfish. Yeah. Chef. <laughs> yeah, lungfish chef. Or lungfish yeah. there. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they they, they tend to be pretty separate. Okay. But I think it's a mix of you know a, a bunch of stuff, but probably not many fish. If any. <laughs> Has the lungfish got a Latin name? Uh, yep, lungius fishius. <laughs> Breathiest. Not that one, Breathe, but it's, it's similar. It's, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> Breathinous Maximus? Yeah, something along those lines. I've got nothing. I got like I was going to throw something out there, but I, my brain gave me nothing. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry we've, uh, me and Joel have come up with some good ones. So. He's not a Roman marine biologist. He's <laughs> just a, a standard... Standard modern British marine biologist. I thought the, the Latin was here. <laughs> and also, uh, lungfish spend way too much time um, on dry land, and so they kind of pass out of the area of mar- marine biology. What do they fall under then? Well, they're uh, not really marine either because they're freshwater. Like, they're, have you, have you got, was, it, was your master's in? My master's is in ecology. Where'd the zoology bit come in? Uh, that was part of my marine biology degree. Ah, right. I thought yeah. I could shoehorn it in under that. Uh, you, all my, you, you, you absolutely can. I like the idea. I can. He says I can. I do like the idea that if you convince someone that knowledge does fall under their thing, they have it now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. It's just like, if you could just if you could just argue a case for it being part of your field, like, you now oh, know that, the thing. That would really help us help LeBron, though. If that we could do that. Us, yeah, uh, yeah, as ever, uh, please help us help LeBron. Uh, we've got a... Like, you know, this new documentary, Space Jam 2, is fast approaching, and LeBron uh, has not 
he's not touched base with us at all, and we've got some important dossiers, ex- and extensive dossiers yeah. that he needs to start perusing if he's going to to do justice to this situation. So if you know LeBron James, if you've uh, if you know someone who might know LeBron James, uh, you know, please uh, just try and get a message to him, get him to get in touch. Uh, otherwise, just go at him uh, on social media hashtag Help Us Help LeBron. Um, <laughs> And uh, we'll we'll try and get a message to him because uh, he needs it. Because currently that film's going to be a shit show. So it's just not going to work. I mean, he may even be in peril from what we've seen. Well, yeah, he but, could die. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very easily. Ultimately, the whole world's in peril if he doesn't presumably win a basketball match. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. here's what he's we good could at. all die. Oh God. He really should do the research. I mean, he needs to get in contact. Do, yeah. do they even know it's going to be a basketball match this time? Have they just gone for Whoa. LeBron James because last, like, time, it last was. time it was basketball? Yeah. Because like, that's we the know only baseball not. was a Next pretty high chance yeah. as well. So. That's true enough. Uh, shall, we, shall we move on? I think we should. It's Sylvester again. Yeah. And Tweety. We don't know if it's uh, Tweety Prime or uh, a, Some uh, sort of surrogate. a surrogate yeah. Tweety. Um, but uh, we're watching A Bird in a Guilty Cage. It's a Sylvester and Tweety number from August 30th, 1952. Let's do this thing. <laughs> So that seemed like a quite a standard old school Sylvester and Tweety affair. Yeah. Before before we knew the truth. Yeah, um, and, and, and before there was all these like, you know, cultish mice and massive headed like Tweety Prime. Well, I think they were about. I just don't think we knew about them. Well, yeah. well there wasn't massive headed Tweety Prime. That's no. quite a recent development. Um, so Tweety, uh, presumably a surrogate uh, Tweety, is yeah. in a birdcage uh, in a department store. Uh, Waiting for a granny. Sylvester spies this and presumably thinks, I'm going to nip this in the bud before that reaches a granny and we've got a whole other branch of the cult. So he, he sneaks in there uh, and, yeah, basically... Tries to eat Tweety re- yeah. <laughs> repeatedly, um, culminating in uh, Tweety uh, swapping himself out for some dynamite. Sylvester eating said dynamite, which we presume, based on stuff we learned earlier today, is was a firework because I don't think the department store would sell dynamite, but it. But they don't seem to distinguish in the two universe. So presumably at firework displays, they just go somewhere and just blow some shit the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean, the thing is, is they very well might stock dynamite because like, they had like a gun shop there. So, that's true. Like, yeah. but, like know, next to the dollhouse section. Which yeah, was, so I'm thinking like, you know, if, you, if you're going to stock like shotguns and stuff just in a department store, having dynamite isn't that much of a stretch. I mean, it's not. But it is in our world. But in their world, dynamite's not as dangerous. Well, it's yeah, as I mean, dangerous yeah. as the shotgun. We see fair. that with Sylvester, so, especially because uh, um, I mean he's been blown up uh, with dynamite uh, twice yeah. this episode. Um, but he's been blown up with dynamite before and lost a life to that. And Sylvester, uh, as he dies, he gets uh, he he get he toughens up. He yeah. can't be killed by the same thing twice. Like, you know, once he's once he's been killed by dynamite, that's like he can't lose any of his final lives to dynamite. But he does uh, say birds are off his list, but his list is marked diet. Um, so uh, we're presuming he's still going to be killing birds. He's just not going to be eating them. Anymore. I presumed that that was uh, die 
tea, um, and that it was it was short for die tweety, he's and it was written, just his. He's like, had to write tweety so many times. He's yeah, like, you he's, know what? He, but he's still doing the die. He's not missing out on the die. Well, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't shorthand the word die. No, well, like exactly. Well, you don't want to confuse. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like just, DT. Oh, I've got the DTs. He doesn't want to confuse <laughs> it with his diet list. <laughs> just think of that Simpsons bit now. It's like do you not have a tattoo on your chest that says "Die Bart Die." It's like it's German for. The Bart. <laughs> the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I mean, it could be just the tea. <laughs> but in German. The tea. It could be. But no, I love that. that just sounds like his, his, ev- his evening meal and it would drift back to his diet. Yeah, I do just think that it was like. You know, a list of things he should be eating, and he's just now but, crossed off like, surrogate tweeties. Do people keep a list? Is that a thing in the universe? Do, do, do people keep lists of things people, they pe- should be keep, eating? People keep a lot of lists, I, and Sylvester probably should because he's so hammered all the time. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, fair. Yeah, Sylvester is tanked all the time, and in this episode, massively so. Yeah, yeah, he's much more so, especially right at the end. Oh, he's yeah. real sloppy when he walks in, like when he first gets in with Tweety. Like, he's, he's notably kind of like. <laughs> yeah, it's because exactly. he's hammered. Like, but also Tweety, because uh, I think this was coincidentally, he wasn't hunting Tweety. He was like, "Oh, yeah. there's one." Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think it's just, oh, well, that's a that's a bit of luck. I can just nip this one in the bud. Why do we think that um, Tweety Prime sent the surrogate to this location, or do you reckon he just sends them all out and just goes right one there, one there, one there, one there? Yeah, or do you think, think he has probably, a plan for th- each one? I think they're probably quite disposable to mm. to Tweety Prime. Yeah, like sends them out and then sort of activates them as and when they're needed yeah well when they're implanted surely like you you send out you know all your minions and it's only only once they've found themselves a granny found themselves in a in a comfortable environment that's when he takes soliciting their uh their dark cult but also without a without a granny in the mix uh tweety this tweety didn't seem as sort of savvy no so, so do you think they have like a, a tethering uh, type thing where they kind of, you know, they share uh, certain faculties? Because well, because we know that um, Tweety has sort of like a Bluetooth esque range, um, or at least a sort yeah, so like he has to be within range of a granny to activate. Yeah, because without that aspect, yeah, a granny without a Tweety isn't just starting, just, yeah, isn't yeah. starting a cult or doing any cult. No, no, they, they're just grannying about, just doing their bit, doing their swing shift at Lockheed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, like, we think that once Tweety is kind of, I don't know, bonded with a granny, like, telepathically, that he gets a certain level of, I don't know, functionality. It's it's kind of like where you have, like, a network, so you can offload a lot of processing power to something. Do you think the granny's work is like an amplifier to, like... Get back in full connection with the uh, with tweet with Tweety Prime. Like maybe they get sent out. They're not really. They're there. He knows they're there, or like Tweety knows they're there, but he's not really doing a lot with I them. I think Tweety Prime can really take over any Tweety surrogate at, at any time. Point. Okay, yeah. but I, ju- I just think the process, the individual processing power yeah. of your standard Tweety, isn't that high. I don't think they've got the cloning process they down sort of that use well. Granny's brain is sort of their their, their, their processing their memory ah. to sort of yeah. They just, just so take they just the bits they need yeah. to yeah. use it. into them. But uh, so I that think if they if they were to operate independently, they need a granny to operate at full capacity. 
Whereas if Tweety Prime takes over one, then they're using Tweety Prime's brain, obviously, yeah. to get the full processing. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. So I'm thinking they've all been shipped out with tiny, tiny brains. Because I think Stops that's why this... danger to themselves. I think that's why this seemed brain. like an old school one. It's just uh, Sylvester and a Tweety. Yes. Because it's like, ultimately, there was no need to activate it. It's a small loss on the whole for, yeah. for, for Tweety Prime. Um, but then, yeah... Largely, I don't actually think much that happened in this episode as a result of that was of any huge consequence. No, I don't think so. Sylvester was wankered. Yeah. Again. He was going on a... He was, he was he was having a stroll. Yeah. He saw a Tweety Bird and he went, oh, I'm going to get that. And, uh, you know, it went the way it normally does when he does <laughs> stuff when he's wankered. Yeah. <laughs> Which is all the time. Yeah. But also, Sylvester definitely finished that episode thinking that was mission accomplished. He thinks he's eaten that bird. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. wanky he was. Yeah, yeah. Is he? Is he ate a stick of dynamite? It exploded, and he went, "Oh, that bird's giving me a dicky tummy." Yeah. And he closed <laughs> it off his diet list, and then went on his way. Yeah. So I think I, I he's chalked that, that one up as a win. I kind of think that's it for that episode. I think so. Unless anyone's well, got I'm any sure we'll sort of revelations. I have nothing. Like, I mean. Yeah, I mean that tweet. He's covered. just presumably just yeah. stay in the shop, just get back yeah. in the cage yeah, and go. So right granny. still at large, yeah. waiting for still a granny. A granny right. Yeah, but I mean, like, like we know there is hundreds of them, like right. sleeper agents, just waiting, essentially. So, so, it's, so, like, so, it's, so it's not like we're in any more danger. Do you think they've not been sent out? Like the the grannies haven't been researched. They're not like in good location for I, getting I, like, a granny. They're just seen a fishing one granny. Exercise. Yeah, like, like, I I yeah. think basically when when a tweety gets into range. Uh, he connects and then, you know, like a pin number comes up and they've got to enter the right pin number or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but I think he just connects with the nearest granny, like as they wander and pass. And department stores are brilliant places. Although if yeah. you get Grannies enough, love department stores. stores. If you get enough Tweety stories. surrogates out there, the favoured granny, uh, which is confusing, just called granny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like, will be able to, like, they'll be able to just, they'll have a network of surrogate Tweeties mm. and granny won't have to carry Tweety with her yeah she wherever she out, goes and then always be just entering a new tweety zone yeah and uh like i think so that, you end up with like 5g be... tweety exactly <laughs> and grand and granny uh oh, who's far more able geez. body maybe than... that's what the g stands for maybe 5g five granny we're currently running on 4g, 4G. Four, like like, yeah. like, like, like fourth granny yeah it's iffy it's mm. iffy stuff it is so the situation's uh, getting worse. I mean, the situation is always getting worse, especially where Tweety's involved, because Tweety is the biggest villain of the Tooniverse right now. Yes. Forky the Third is sort of coming back into the mix. Yeah, but, but in a slightly but, nicer way. But, like, yeah, I don't think Porky will ever reach the heights of the Porkytopia days. Mm-hmm. No. Um, he just doesn't have the kill count that Tweety does. Yeah, Tweety has the <laughs> highest confirmed kill count. And, 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 and that was very quickly. Yeah, like... It was know, straight off the bat, it, wasn't it? it? Well, I it shot it was off like, by 200 and something in, like, one yeah. episode. yeah. I mean, Bugs, was Bugs, was, Bugs was highest before that. <laughs> Bugs was highest. Because he did, he did some shit during the war. <laughs> he had some dark times. Yeah. But Bugs is not welcome in Japan, I imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine so. Uh, so, uh, as ever, uh, if you enjoy the show, uh, please uh, just tell people about it. Leave us a review uh, on iTunes if you use that or whatever um, podcast site you use but yeah, you can find us on Spotify you can so, find us on Spotify so please days. hack people's phones accounts everything you can and just, just get them signed up and get them listening yeah, to it all the time just subscribe them to us but, but largely we don't pay to advertise anywhere uh, outside of a few sort of ad swaps we do with a couple of friends but like mostly uh, the only way that 
news of the show gets out uh, is uh, if you like it and you tell people about yeah. it. And so. we don't do any social media, so if you guys could do that <laughs> yeah. for us. Every, 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 I've been meaning every, to say, guys, this is a famously bad decision to make as podcasters to, yeah. to, to also not be social media media guys. Like, I mean, we're not, we're in our defence, we say we're going to do it every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we, yeah, we have fair. the best intentions, but, but just not follow not a great defence, to be Speaking fair. of social media, uh, do try and get uh, news of uh, our hard work to uh, Mr. James uh, because uh, ultimately you need to help us help LeBron. That's the hashtag you should be using. Uh, help us help LeBron. Uh, we've got a lot of important information to him. So if you if you know anyone who could uh, hook us up, we could probably save the world in 2020 yeah. or 2021. This is, this, this is world saving information. That's so, how important it is. So uh, possibly possibly universe saving. Potentially, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, a, we don't know how we, far yeah, this goes. We don't know, Shout like you know, and yeah. not just one universe. Possibly the more. At least two. At least. Two. Well, that might be all of them. Oh. Uh, no, there's a Disney no, verse. There's, 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 Disney, there's, 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 there's the Marooniverse, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, like, yeah, do do help us out with that. And, you know, if we save the world, maybe we'll maybe we'll all get credits as assistants to Mr. James in <laughs> Space Jam 2. <laughs> Who knows? So, uh, yeah, help us, help LeBron. Uh, as ever, we're going to end on a song uh, and our... Uh, Tasmanian consultant is uh, going to uh, introduce said song as is his selection. Uh, this one goes out to uh, our little mate Hopper. It's uh, Tommy Kangaroo Downsport performed by Slim Dusty. A song uh, about a young man trying to stay away from all his mates' wives while they're at work. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that about the I song. I did not. No, me neither. And because, because the only other version of the song I know of is, uh, you know, sung by you know, a fucking convicted fucking child person. Per- yeah. <laughs> a terrible, like, terrible human. It's like, well, Jesus Christ. Now like, it yeah. sounds so much more worse than oh, so it much the genuine more context. So we're not doing that version. Slim Dusty. <laughs> Slim <laughs> Dusty. Good Dusty. Slim Dusty. We listen to Maybe. some of his stuff. He mostly sings about trucking, but not today. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Timey kangaroo down spot, timey kangaroo down, timey kangaroo down spot, timey kangaroo down. Watch me wallabies feed, mate, watch me wallabies feed, cause they're a dangerous breed, mate, so watch me wallabies feed. And me hide when I'm dead, bread, and me hide when I'm dead. Timey kangaroo down, spot. Timey kangaroo down. Timey 
Wallabies feed, mate. Watch me, wallabies feed. Cause they're a dangerous breed, mate. So watch me, wallabies feed. And me hide when I'm dead, Fred. And me hide when I'm dead. So he tanned his hide when he died, Clive. And that's it, hanging on the shed. All together now, tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. I've just started recording uh, because uh, Joel's throwing shade at the British plug, uh, and and I just want to hash it out right here. Real shade as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 now, Joel, now you're struggling with the mic stand. What's Joel wrong with you? is 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 angry about what is pretty much provably the finest plug format in the world. Joel, come Your on. Electrical plugs are wank. <laughs> give give one reason why. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, 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 you can't. With with the, the removal of one screw, they are then completely uninsulated. For one. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, but the the, the screws. Don't in. remove the screw. You have to. Re- you have to <laughs> remove the, the plug. Screw, Nathan, if, if, like, if Joel, you took out Joel. one of the screws on that chair, you'd fall down. I know, but I wouldn't die. Joel, have barbecued testicles. You might jo- die. Joel, can I ask you a question? How are you removing that screw without taking the plug out of the wall? <laughs> That's another good point. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> this is why he's got a degree. <laughs> this is why he's got a degree. He's got you there. Next problem with the plugs, please. Why Why do your plug... So, in the rest of the world, you have a good plug that goes into the fucking wall yeah. and the cable comes straight out. Yeah, ridiculous. No. It's madness. No, that is not ridiculous. Them drooping out the bottom... It doesn't when droop. It, it doesn't well, droop out of the bottom. If it did, yeah, it'd but if it comes out of the bottom, actually. it's it's going to ground. You can just run it along a wall, like yeah. it keeps down. If it's coming out the side, yeah, it's if, just if you have enough room on your kitchen counter, yeah, when you're you trying want to wedge of, your blender plug. You want loops of fucking cable everywhere. <laughs> also, I like to walk very close to the perimeter of rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if it sticks out, out, then but I'm gonna catch my Also, toes. also, when when you've got the cable coming like straight out, like at you. Yep. Um, the weight of it start, especially the little two pin fellas, yep. pulls the plug down yeah. and then pulls off. Like like when I was in yep. uh, Italy, it was and the scariest thing in the world because it starts drooping down and sparks start happening. Yeah, like, there's no safety well, measure is, at all. This Hence is the worst. Third pin. I ain't touching well, that thing. You can't I mean, have extensions. You can't. I mean, they do like you know multi plug things because the whole thing just falls off the wall and explodes. Yeah, well, the Europeans are obviously mental as well. Because they make their plugs out okay, of Okay, so explosives. what's so great about your good Aussie plugs? Yeah, come on, Joel, Joel, Joel describe... <laughs> boy. Describe in sensuous detail <laughs> how Aussie plugs work. A good Australian plug, similar to an American plug, except they have vertical pins, and we have our pins at a 45-degree angle to anchor, and you can or cannot use an earth pin... It's not like a British system where you have to have an earth pin or else everything goes to shit. I mean, but I want the earth they're pin. Also, they're I also, I want the earth pin. A quarter of the size of your stupid plugs. 
uh, what, what? But the the earth pin does other other good shit for you because yeah. it's got a it's got a cut off. Like cost, that's cost why it's money. slightly longer. It doesn't cost that much. Well, it, no, it, yours do. Yeah, but like that's that's why they're good. Like it's we definitely can a good it. thing. What 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 level of voltage are you running in? We're, we're at two two forty volt. So so, so two forty volt and no earth pin. Like, Not sounds, always. Not always. Like I don't want optional safety. <laughs> There's children about. Yeah, but what do you, you think of the children, Joel? All, all of our, all of our. Plugs They've already been killed by something else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is yeah, Australia. It's Australia. Yeah. The, the plugs are the least dangerous thing, even if they were just bare wires <laughs> shoved yeah, into copper bands that passed like, around the whole I think it's fair wall. to say you're wrong on every conceivable aspect, yeah. and we have the best plugs in the world. Yeah. I mean, don't take this away from us. This is our one good thing in this country is we've yeah. got the best plugs. It's, like, it's not true. We've got it's many good, good people things. This, this and is our what keeps better. me going through this whole Brexit <laughs> situation. Like, well, at least we've got those good at plugs. At least we're not going to lose our good we're gonna, plugs. We're going to have to conform with the plugs situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'll, I'll, we didn't I'll have show to you anyway. an Australian plug and I'll, I'll bring an Australian soccer and you'll see. I look forward to it. 